So no. Post Malone is as trash as you can get? That's trash. No. If you want to get a little bit trashy, you can catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> that was so fucking ugly. So we're doing the podcast. Right? I thought we were going to go along the route of, you know, like you Lil Yachty or something like that. Oh, no, I would have been 6'9". <laughs> That needs to be our intro. That needs to be our intro song. We just need to, you know, contact Nickelodeon and get rights to Spongebob. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> get the rights to Spongebob. Well, no big deal. Yeah, I, I can do that right now. Skinny. But it comes Ooh. from the Burger King. Steak and cheese open though. Always. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unpaid Break. I know it's been a long weekend. We're recording a day late. Because yeah. uh, last night was our boy Alma's 21st birthday. <laughs> Finally drinking age. Yeah. What a chatch. Um, but yeah, so I know you guys probably had a great weekend. Um, I sure hope I so. sure didn't. I worked all weekend. Uh, yeah, Josue is... true man. My side job. Josue's got the uh, nocturnal week epi- uh, episode. Nocturnal week schedule at work so um so now it is your weekend your four-day weekend um let's jump right into it um with some baseball started off all right so cole hamels he was recently traded from the rangers to the cubs he went ahead and had his debut and in that debut he went ahead and recorded nine strikeouts against the pittsburgh pirates and came out with the win those are rookie numbers you need to pump those numbers up well, you're also talking about a man that... I'm really surprised that he's still keeping up those numbers. You're talking about a man that was a part of the Phillies when they were still a threat. A huge threat. But Ryan Howard was uh, important. And Jimmy baseball. Rollins. And uh, Holiday. And Chase Utley. Jesus, who are they now? <laughs> exactly. Chase Utley's on the Dodgers now, right? And doing what? Actually, he's been doing pretty decent. I think he's batting a... Two fifty? That don't count no more. Boy. Those are baby bull numbers. Yeah, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> those are rookie. Okay, all right. You go up to a uh, home plate in a baseball park, Alma, and you put up two fifty batting average. They're not paying me as much as he's. They're paying him, so <laughs> they're paying him because he's able to do it. I can tell you that I can at least hit one if you give me too many tries. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, he went ahead and got those nine Ks in a win against the Pittsburgh Pirates, which. I mean, especially with his age and his career slowly reaching a decline. Screw I, I still think that he's it's pretty all right. I'm trying to go back real quick. You said Chase Utley? Yeah. He's doing pretty decent? That uh, last is, time I checked, you That man's doing, doing a 240. Trash. That, those are some Aaron Judge numbers. Trash. Coming from the Yankee fan, I don't need Ouch. to speak anymore. I need him to hit the freaking ball. But... He can't do that because he's not there. And speaking of not being there, the Yankees didn't show up against that four-game sweep against the Red Sox. I knew was this was games? coming. It was four games. I knew this was Jesus. coming. Four games. Red Sox went ahead and took all four of them. And the best one of all was game four. You know, Yankees doing what they do best, choke. They had the whole thing locked up, and then, you know... 
you know, all this, I can't wait to, like, have Boston not go to the World Series. I can't wait till they realize that we'll never reach how many rings we have. Well, I mean, if you guys keep on playing the way you guys are, that'll be a pretty easy thing to do. You won't win this year. You're going to beat the Houston Astros? Why not? You're going to beat the Astros. Yeah, why not? You will beat the Astros. Why not? If Boston goes, you think they will beat the Astros. Yeah, sure. I have faith in my team, unlike somebody here. Oh, no. I have faith in my team. Do you? I don't. Oh, I do. (laughs) We almost beat the Astros. But I'm just saying, with the way that we've been playing, we could easily... Bro. Yeah, but you don't have something. There's still there's... so much baseball to play, yeah. and not a game right now matters until it hits October. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Also, what also matters? You don't have Big Poppy anymore, and he we're... will not save you if you guys are losing in the playoffs. That's what we got JD for. Okay, I, w- I still wouldn't consider him a clutch factor like Ortiz is. The only and, reason, why and we... also, I just want to say right now. The Red Sox, they have seven more wins than uh, Houston Astros right now. Just want to put that out there. Okay, mm-hmm. but when you look at the schedule, A, it's still regular season. Playoffs is a different animal. B, when you look at these records, you also need to look at the streaks of when they're playing within certain time frames of their schedule. How many games of... Like, how many out of a 10-game stretch are they winning consistently? Because mm-hmm. if you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all season, that's not going to win you a series. No. But if you can string together, you know, a good seven outings out of 10 games, get those seven out of 10 wins, stretches like that, that's that's what needs to show up in the playoffs. That's what's going to win you those series. Just out of the last 10 games, though, if we're going to compare the Astros and the Red Sox, Red Sox are 9-1 and one in the last 10 games. Astros are six and four. True, but for all we know, we could have gone back three weeks, done the same comparison, and Houston could have been eight and two, and the Red Sox could have been five and five. But even going to power rankings, they still got Red Sox at number one. So that's what really matters for me. It still matters. It's coming from a Boston fan. I know they're ignorant. You don't need to tell us. Just like Yankees fans, they can't win games. Anyways, anyways. anyways, Oh God. What I'll. David Ortiz, you guys would have never won that 2013 championship. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that we so, couldn't have done some without You don't him. have him now. Okay. This is where we show that we can progress. I hope you can. It's not like You know you, what? I'm a Yankee fan. It's but not like, like the Yankees won all 26 rings in a row. I'm sorry. If we ever did that, what is another team? Anyways, honestly, if you guys do well, whippity-doo-da for you guys. I don't. I care less, but uh, I will never let that go. I'm just saying, Alma. If Boston doesn't show up in this postseason, you are gonna hear so much of it. But at least my team will actually make it, unlike your guys. Dude, teams. you can be. You can be the. You can be we first place. Alma, you can be a first place loser. You still lost. Yeah. Just ask the the Raptors when they got swept by LeBron James. Just like I still hear. Not you, but I hear Patriots fans, oh, we made it to the Super Bowl last year. Great. You're the best loser. You still didn't win anything. You can go all the way to the... You can make it all the way Game 7 of the World Series. You lose, you lose. You can tell that to the Indians. 3-1. They still lost. Against Cups, there are not a complete team. 
if ands what's or buts you know what ifs you can't do it you miles can't. jack you either you was win or you still don't. okay miles jack wasn't down but it's okay the refs were being paid but speaking of the yankees though um as of tonight when we were when i hadn't recorded this uh, Jacoby Ellsbury was put on a season-ending injury. He had a hip injury there, so he's on the DL for the rest of the season. So, Trash. granted, he he really doesn't do much for the Yankees, but... We don't need him. We got, even though they're not batting perfectly right now, but we have Giancarlos, Aaron Judge, and Gardner. And Amazing as, outfielders. And as of this moment, the Yankees just won against the White Sox. After 13 innings. Good. Or three. About time. They won a game. <laughs> but at the same time, Ellsbury is probably the biggest steal we took from Boston. We, You guys literally, like, gain money from us. Because we took away somebody like that, mm-hmm. thinking he was going to be good. And you know what? Even though the games he did play, he did very well. He but, was just injured too much for but, it to actually... Yeah, I feel like, honestly, this might be his last freaking season. If I was him. To be honest with you, I, I get it. It's hard to leave the game, especially when you made it. But, it, I mean, I don't get it. I'm not there. But... You gotta know when to quit before you actually, it, yeah. like, cause super, super long-term damage. Yeah. Like, I, I know I'm switching sports, but I feel like Gronkowski should have considered leaving this year, like, completely. Like, not think about it, but, like, just, no, do it. It's also hard from retrospect looking from the outside. Like, I'm sure he's looking at it from an also financial standpoint. Like, that's a lot of money he's missing out on if he if mm-hmm. he stops. Especially so is Elsa, Ellsbury. Cap. But that's where you got to find that line, you know, like, is this worth it? But another injury that some people are kind of blowing out of proportion. Uh, Mike Trout ended up having a minor injury. He ended up missing uh, tonight's game uh, with a bruised wrist. Um, They're claiming it's a day-to-day, but he did say that it has caused him more irritation as the day has gone on. So I'm trying to... I want to ask you guys, do you think it's something that you should be worried about? Or is it something that will probably blow over within the next day or two? Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. And to be honest with you, it's not that big of a deal. It really it really isn't. At the end of the day, the Angels are doing okay. Um, it might hurt them. They might lose a couple games if he is gone for a week or so. And if they play a lot of games. Um, but... Definitely, it will hurt them in a way, but overreaction, no. I don't think they should be too worried about it. If it becomes a legit injury where he needs, like, surgery and stuff, yes, be worried. Be super worried, because, honestly, he is the best thing to have on that team. The thing is, too, I mean, like, as of right now, I mean, they're winning 10-5. But as far as, like, stats go, they really need him as far as trying to get up for the wild card. Because, I mean, Justin... American League West, and they're in fourth place out of five teams in that area. Well, um, well, they're doing well, though. The West, like the top two people. Well, the top two people in every, like... Trout just needs to leave. Yes. Yes, he does. He, but, needs, um, to, he needs to go to a team. He needs to come to the Yankees. 
Okay. <laughs> no one else needs to go to the Yankees. The moment that they go to the Yankees, that's the end of their career. That's not true. It's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Definitely not true. Cano? You know what? You're right. But it's still Hayden for leaving. Uh, Mariano, he came with us first, stayed with us forever, and guess well, I'm what? I'm saying players that get traded to there. Uh, In my opinion, I feel like there's a quite a few players as of recently. A-Rod? You gonna put him in that list? I wasn't putting him in that list. I said most. Uh, that's pretty much the biggest one. Everybody else... Trash. Damn, my I point. For, I forgot the. No, name. they're trash before they even get to the team. I forgot the days when he was a Ranger. What about man. what about a uh, CC? CC Sabathia. See, he still played well in the Yankees. Tell me Shop. he didn't. Yeah, but he's also getting older. Yeah. You can't blame that. But if you want to look at that contract, he needs to keep it up. Kobe didn't blame him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. That's like, that's like saying exactly Kobe Bryant is. Was just trash or something like, no. Well, people did make the argument when you chuck up fifty something shots a game, you better make. But still, that's another topic. Caesar's, I, I still think Sabathia was a good player. I mean, right now, yeah, he's not as good as he's ever been. But what's up with Tanaka, man? Tanaka was a bust from the beginning. Damn. Bro, you know what? How much potential that boy had? And Let's hear it. Just, just, just. He just can't win. He can't. I mean, he's. Granted, he has those games where he's a good pitcher, but like. Oh, God. That is one of those things that I feel like we jumped the gun. We thought he was going to be good and injured all the time. Just like every other Yankee in the fucking world. 60%. 50%. Fifty-one, sixty out of, out of nine. Oh, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Math. Wait, went. what was the record? Sixty and thirty. Okay. Sorry, my math. Sixty-six percent. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Sixty-six. Okay, 26. listen. He has the stats. That's not bad, but that's not bad. But like, we had bigger hopes for him. I, I was gonna say, especially you know, depending on the bar you set, you know. He set a huge bar, bro. He was ninety-nine and thirty-five. Those, like, three years he played in freaking, like, Japan or whatever. 99 and 35, bro, with an ERA of 2.3. They can't all be winners. Thank you. With 1,200 strikeouts. <laughs> and 2.3 ERA. Like, we were expecting much more than what he's given us. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, he's doing well when he actually plays, but... God, dude, if if we could have a full season of him just actually doing well. But at the same time, you can't just blame the pitcher. Because at the end of the day, the pitcher can only do so much if the offense can't, can't score either. The thing is, too, it's like he only can do so much, especially trying to get, like, foreign players. Because, I mean, everybody had a huge buzz when we were talking about, like, you Darvish. Does yeah, mean, I remember like, that. Do you remember the bidding yeah. war that went on for him? Yeah, you Darvish. And Where is he right now? He's, I believe he's with the Rangers. With the Rangers? Who are the Rangers? Yeah, he is in the Rangers. You're right. And the thing is, they're last place. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, he didn't turn out very well. He was but in then the Dodgers, he, right? Yeah, and then he got traded. Well, you know why he was doing well? Because the Dodgers were doing well. Because their offense was doing well. And then you get lucky, just like the Angels did, and get Otani. 
yeah. where you have a two-way player, where you, you have a guy that can pitch ridiculously well, and you also have a hitter all at the same time. Yeah. It's like you don't you don't necessarily have to fill up that extra it's roster like Kershaw. spot. Kershaw can bat and uh, pitch very well. Bumgarner too. Yeah, great pitchers right there. But you know what? They just need to come to the Yankees. That's all they need to do. Who's got um, who's got the most wins right now for pitchers this year? Most wins for pitchers? Mm-hmm. I have. No I know the answer. One. I just want to know if you guys have. Oh, Scherzer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Who's who's next on that list? Uh, actually, two uh, two National League pitchers before anyone in the American League. <sighs> Who? Your pitcher, Chris Sale, isn't even on the top three in the American League yeah, for wins. Yeah, I think he's at, like, what, 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scherzer's at 16. <laughs> Who's top five? Uh, let's go back and let's find that out. That's I crazy. Just, I was just looking at him. I cannot believe that Chris Sale is not even up there. I mean, I can believe it. See, because it's really just like when they pull him. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's Scherzer at 16... And then the next four are all in the... Actually, the next four are, are all in the American League. Uh, Corey Clover. Uh, okay. Severino. Uh, That's a big flick to him, Boston fan. The four uh, games they went. Actually, a Boston... Okay. Actually, these three, Clover, Severino, and... I don't... Uh, Boston's pitcher. Is it Porcello? Porcello. All tied for 14. Take that, Josue. But it's not even your ace. You're getting excited about not even your ace having... We have been working on Rick Porcello for so long. And we finally bumped him up from the minors. But my point is he's not your ace. And we have depth. That's his ace. That's not even our top guy. Boy, let me tell you, I would be ashamed if Strasburg was up here and Scherzer wasn't. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, I mean, Strasburg's also... Not been there the whole time. I mean, you're not wrong. He's not been there the whole time. I'm talking about like injuries and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we had he's had a total of like three weeks on the DL. I mean, that's still offensive if Strasburg was in there. But I'm just. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't be excited for him. Yeah, because I mean, he's. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like our third in rotation. But that's a part of being an ace. You're the guy. I mean, if you just look at the strikeouts, though. Is he even in the top five? I don't need... Hold on. Let's, like, let's, let's just look at those strikeouts and see where those numbers go. Okay. There's, there's you know, I would click on Chris Sale to go look at his stats, but he's not even in the top five in the American I'm, I'm League. I'm just talking about, like, who who is exactly. leading in strikeouts. Let's figure like, it out. Like, I, I want to know that, like, top five, I'm gonna top figure. Ten. I'm going to figure... Because I can tell you that Chris Sale is different, definitely on there. Pitching, okay. Okay, Scherzer's at 210 right now. And let's go... God, I have to, like... Yo. <laughs> because, I mean, Chris best... Sale isn't even in the he's top... He's not? He's not even in the top 10, bro. Damn. He's 11-4 and four right now, and he has 207 strikeouts. Last time I checked, it's not as much as Scherzer. Well, he's not wrong. Just saying, man. I'm just saying, bro. Scherzer, it's 
It's the truth. And you know that's right. And you know that it's right, my man. Oh, this is the okay. oh MLB. Here we go. This is the easier way to do it. It was it was dividing it by. Ooh, I can't talk crap though. <sighs> Severino's not Max playing. Scherzer, number he's one in the league for strikeouts. Okay, and he's at what two ten, right? Uh, two oh nine. Okay, and Chris Sale had what two oh seven? Wait, what? Is that what we just said? No, Chris Sale's at two oh nine. Scherzer's at two sixteen. Okay, so seven off. The less games. That's uh, it's kind of scary. Okay, but Scherzer gets the wins. Ooh, let's just look at where we are. You can put up. Chris Sale can strike out fourteen batters in a game, which I actually believe, if I'm not mistaken, Scherzer also holds a record for most strikeouts in a game with a win. Anyways. You can have 14 strikeouts. You can have 15, 16 strikeouts. You can sweep five innings in a row, all strikeout batters. You lose, you lose. You're trash. That's when we go for those individual awards. So participation trophies. I wouldn't say participation trophies. Participation trophies. I mean, if in my opinion, I would say... You tried, but you did good at one little thing. So here you go. Look at the Warriors. <laughs> 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 best NBA record ever. <laughs> Participation trophy. You best believe they got that one really hard. That's why they got Kevin Durant. Back to baseball. Um, yeah, I can't talk crap. Severino only has 160 or 159, but he has the wins. Yeah. Again, individual. It's okay. It's all that matters. You're a pitcher. You play for yourself. You don't play for the whole team. But speaking of being your own individual, um, the Pirates AAA minor league team, um, they actually had not one, but two players hit for a cycle in a single game. Did they win? That's the important. They won 12 to 5. Okay. All right. Because if they didn't win. But to make Probably them they had both of those. But the two thing is, participation two participation trophies. But the thing is, to make it even better, they finished their cycles both in the same inning. Also, that's terrible. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was one of them hit a home run. The first one hit the home run, and the other one, uh, they were only like two or three spots uh, behind each other as far as like batting rotation. Mm-hmm. The second one went ahead and got the triple to go ahead and finish off his cycle. Is that history? Um, I'm not sure as far as uh, minor league goes, but it was both their first career cycles in their entire baseball career. How long have they played for? Well, I'm talking about like as them as a person, not oh. even just professionally. Like they said that that was the first time that they had ever gone for a cycle, and they both did it in the same game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty. I mean, that's that's actually. Very good. Um, and especially with it being a triple-A team, like that's going to go ahead and get mm-hmm. some scouts out there and be like, hey, yep. I mean, if you can keep but up this production. That's that's the thing about social media and everything nowadays. They see something good out of you, and you don't show up after that. That's it. I mean, Tebow's still on a good run. <laughs> Where is he at? Can we Injured? please <laughs> not get started on Tebow? I don't think I ever want to say that name in this podcast. And I hope you someday hear that. <laughs> 
We'll pray on it. <laughs> take, take a knee, maybe. Be careful. We might uh, get in trouble for that one. Because <laughs> that was a shot at him, not at religion. So, I mean... Whatever. Nobody knows I the just... difference anymore. But, speaking of some college greats, we are less than a month away from college. Whoa, football. whoa, whoa. College greats. Listen. Eh. College great. That's it. Pinnacle. Damn. He, you're going to really, defend Tebow, Kyle? We're going to start getting into this already. You're going to defend oh Tebow, Kyle? God. You, I don't care what anyone says. You can't say that that Florida Gator team wasn't among some of the greatest college teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. And that's the thing. And, like, within recent memory, if you take out Alabama, what's the next dynasty that you think of? FSU. I mean, I wouldn't say dynasty, but if you're talking about, I mean, if you, you think... want to say dynasties, I th- I think of Miami before I think. Yeah, of... Miami for sure. Because I mean, if you're th- thinking about like recent memory, like, but the he last... said recent. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, okay, like within okay, the last like true. 15 years. Uh, USC. Okay, I could take USC. Miami's not in there. Miami wouldn't be within the last 15 years, but I'm saying teams that consistently did well. 15, okay. Uh, yeah, I was at the tail end of it. I'm thinking yeah, of I was about that. Because, like, if you're talking about 15 years, 2003 was Reggie Bush time with USC. So I, I could see USC and all that. But me, I would think of, like, the Gators just because, I mean, they had their multiple national championships. They had multiple players go off into the NFL draft, and most of them are still playing at this point. And still doing well. And, I mean, they had Urban Meyer to go along with it. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about multiple pieces that, mul- like, a lot of people are going to go ahead and recognize. No, yeah, definitely. They were they were a great team. Um, but I'm not going to give them credit, sadly. Sorry, Tebow. I can't. <laughs> not sorry. I mean, it's... But he did well for the Broncos in the playoffs. <laughs> That one, one time, the one game, <laughs> the, the one throw. Hey, he's one and zero. Guess who's not one and zero? Tom Brady. You know, last time I checked, do not ever <laughs> compare oh. Tebow to Brady ever again. <laughs> the only time I ever want to hear those two in the same sentence is that Brady is way better than Tebow. Thank you. End of discussion right there. We're moving on. Way. I am I am way not... better? I would have put way better. Brady is way better than Tebow? Can we stop? I, please. I, I wouldn't do that. I mean, at the same time, can Tom Brady run? Can Tebow throw? But can Brady <laughs> he can run? Shovel pass. <laughs> and barely make it. You know, last time I checked, Blake Bortles was undefeated in a Super Bowl. That zero and zero with a zero percent winning percentage. He's never lost, and he's never won. He's never lost. Miles Jack was definitely not down. I'm hot. That made me hot. <laughs> hey, the temperature in this house. I've put it down to seventy two. So oh, ain't, ain't the AC? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm oh, it's getting moist and heated in here, man. Just know <gasps> the team was one and zero. And just know that Tebow is not having an NFL career ever again. 
Hey, you never know. He could make it back. No, stop. Then he'll be two and zero. Hey, there's a thing stop. called there's a thing called being optimistic, but then there's a thing just it's not there. Chuck oh. chucking shit at the wall until it sticks. Gotcha, gotcha. Like honestly, the only people that could be that optimistic optimistic would be his parents. That's it. You saying that? I'm I'm hearing all of the FSU fans and every person that ever had to play him in the SEC laughing. Oh, I'm laughing. That's why I'm making a joke of it. Do not talk about that. Listen, I know. Tom Brady, no matter what a lot of people say. Like, don't get me wrong. I know they lost. Again. But. I know, I know, I know the Patriots have had their problems in the past with their balls and with taking undocumented uh, photography and videos of certain things and. You know, cheated and. Cheated and what was that? Oh, Miles Jack wasn't down. I remember that. We're gonna talk about cheating. Uh, Aroid. Who's Aroid? You know, your man that you were trying to defend earlier, Aroid. Oh, we're jumping. Back Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we're jumping back to baseball. We're jumping back to baseball. <laughs> we're jumping um, back to baseball. He did that when he was in the Rangers, not with the Yankees. But he had to serve that suspension with the Yankees. That's so. fine. Did he play well for the Yankees? I think we got that championship right. Right. All right. You want to check them rings, boy? Yeah. Sitting where you're like barely seven or whatever it is? Where are we at? Barely seven? How many rings does Boston have since we bought... How many would they have without Ortiz? Yeah, how many would they have without Ortiz? We only won two with Ortiz. Subtract two to whatever number it was. You broke the curse with Ortiz. You did. We We don't have a curse. We're just good. I can say whatever I want. My team's never won one. <laughs> the Nationals never won? I don't think so. Jeez. Well, I mean, they. Well, they were the Expos. Yeah, they were the point, Expos, and the Expos never won any. So. No. But, like I was trying to say before we made that ridiculous comment about Brady and Tebow. Oh, God. I want to go ahead and talk about the top 25 because the official. Starting date of college football does start on Saturday, August 25th. The real start starts September 3rd when Florida State, my Seminoles, plays Virginia Tech. And this that's is, all we care about here. And the thing is, too, like I, I am excited for that game because a really good yeah. friend of mine... Cue the music. A really good friend of mine, uh, Chris Cunningham, he... I believe is going to be actually playing in that game. He's a tight end for Virginia Tech, number eighty-five. So go ahead. V Tech. Look Nobody out for him. likes that engine. Yeah, uh, repping Atlantic Coast High School. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I, ho- about I hope Mustangs. that Atlantic Coast High School is uh, prepared to get waxed. Come September third, because FSU's coming this year with a point to prove. But and no quarterback. Um, hey, that's not true. I'm just gonna go ahead and go down uh, the top. Oh, oh you want to get away from it now? You don't want to talk about FSU waxing? It's well, not. He's fun. not a Virginia Tech fan. Yeah, so I'm not a Virginia Tech fan. He's I'm, a he's an even more irrelevant Utah fan. <laughs> We're playing Weber State. <laughs> who is that? Utah? Who? It's it's a lower level Utah school. It's where Damian Lillard went to school. So you're playing like Damian the what? school of Damian Lillard. Damian what? Irrelevant. So, so you're playing the school of the deaf and blind. Pretty much. Nice. 
Yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead and get that. Who done. is FSU going against? Uh, Virginia Tech. And who else? Listen, our schedule's not that strong this year. I think the only relevant games are probably this one: Miami, Florida, and. You hear that though, Miami, Florida. And Notre Dame. But the and thing Notre is, about, it's about the only but real you gotta notable think, though, Those are all programs have. that have a long history of being in media. University of Utah was only in media when Urban Meyer was there. Do you know how long ago that was? 15 years ago. Yeah. 2003. I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Elementary. Sorry, elementary. Wait. I was in elementary. You said what? 2003? 2003. Yeah, we were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Right, he was in elementary. School. No, we were we were in elementary school. Well, that's elementary school for I me was, in Puerto Rico. I was six years old. Yeah, boy. Well, we're not that old. Ten. Don't be talking to me like I'm old. Fifteen uh, years from right now. Yeah. Okay, so like where I went to middle school, school, where is... I well where I went to school in Virginia, middle school was only seventh and eighth grade, and I moved. But, I moved, how old were you? Ten. But what I, what I'm trying to explain to you is when you I was were ten. 10? In sixth grade, in sixth grade, I was ten. Did you go in early? Yeah, yeah. did you go in early? Uh, like really early? Like a year you early? Guys, you guys remember? I I stayed in. I repeated seventh grade. Gosh, you're so smart. So, no, there were other issues was combined with me missing school and stuff. But so we have a. Crazy guy here. So, anyways, irrelevant. Anyways, <laughs> but yes, originally I was like the baby of my original, you know, class. But then it it jumped obviously when I uh, repeated. So, but I forgot the point I was making. We were talking about Urban Meyer back in two thousand three. Oh yeah, okay. So sixth grade was elementary school up where I was, but when I moved down, but when I moved down here, it's middle school. Mm -hmm. So like mid year, I'm used to elementary school. You know, teachers having to walk you everywhere to class, and they're just like, "Nope, locker." Here's your your schedule. Here's your here's your locker. Um, Good luck, and then walk away. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, yeah, I. I was just like that when I came here because I moved here uh, the winter of my sixth grade year. Yeah. And I went straight into Twin Lakes, having to come back after everybody's winter break. And they were just like, okay, here's your locker combination. Mind you, I've never touched the locks ever before. And then they're like, okay, this is how your class schedule works. And I was like, wait, I have to go into a different room? Yeah, not used to that. It's really weird. Listen, Puerto Rico, there's no such thing as that until you got to high school. I believe it. Well, mm, I saw the same teachers like every day, granted. But at the same time, I was also with the same students. Yeah, that's how it was over Monday through like, Friday. Like, oh boy. Let me like, the only time you. I ever changed was like gym. Like, it was great because, you know, you had friends. But, like, at the same time, when I came here, I was like, whoa, who are you? You were in my last class. Yeah. Who are you? It's crazy. Crazy. But, so, the top 25. Number one, we got Alabama. Yeah, of course. Two, Clemson. Yep. Three, Ohio State. Yep. Four, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Five, Oklahoma. Who's replacing Baker? No know, one knows. Yeah, because I know they lost a receiver in the draft. They lost their running back in the draft, and they lost their receiver or their no, obviously Baker in the draft. Do mm-hmm. we think the Ohio State's still going to do well without a? Uh... I. Th- 
Ohio State is always They should have Urban Meyer back. I do not see... I personally don't think... I don't think he should be punished for this. No. And to an extent Ah. of what he's doing right now, he's more or less kind of pre-punishing himself right now. Yeah. If he knew about it... And he, he told, told he, told he went them. through the process and he told them what he knew. Yeah, well, and yeah, what, and what they're trying to punched. say too is like they're saying that he kept a little bit of information to himself. But the thing is, they even went ahead and interviewed Zach Smith, the one that this whole case is about, and they told he told the reporter that if Urban Meyer gets fired over this, that. It's ridiculous because he did nothing wrong. He just followed protocol. So if Urban Meyer loses his job for following protocol, what is everybody else going to do? I still feel like... It's been two years. Where the hell was this at two years ago? That's the thing. He told the program in 2015 that it happened. And they're saying that he held information because he went ahead and showed off the text messages and there was something in those text messages that wasn't in the report. And also in the reports is that the guy that this whole thing is about with his wife, they've been dealing with their marriage issues ongoing. It's been an ongoing thing. Yeah, but he's, of them if he's having... abusing her, that's, that's a whole other level. I'm not saying it's not, but when you but when you learn stuff and you follow protocol, what else are you supposed to do? Well, if Urban Meyer really did do everything he was supposed to do, yes, he shouldn't be punished. Second of all, you're right. I'm gonna keep saying that. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. The thing is, there shouldn't be another thing after that. I feel like they're just trying to pick a big name, so then it's like we're serious. Yeah, but that wow, you got to learn to so pick those battles. Serious. You you don't you don't try to lash out and set an example at the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this isn't something you set this the example for if he followed protocol and did what he was supposed to. But continuing down the list, we got number six with Washington, which I honestly think that they shouldn't be that high. No, they'll they'll drop out. It's, it's not an issue. Seven, we got Wisconsin. They'll drop out too. Eight, Miami. They'll stay around there. I wouldn't say they would stay up there. I, I could see them dropping to the lower end, just because they got to deal with the ACC. Uh, I, 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 the lowest I see them dropping is like mid teens. Okay. Number nine, we got Penn State. Mm, for how long? <laughs> Number 10, we got Auburn. First week. <laughs> 11, Notre Dame. They'll stay. They'll stay around there. Are you sure? Because they usually start up there, and then they just end up way out of it. As of lately, anyways. Uh, this is how it'll be decided. If Miami wins that game? Yeah. Uh, and then we got number 12 with Michigan State. Mm. Go Michigan. That's for you if you listen to this. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, God. Number 13, we got Stanford. Eh. This should be okay. 14, we got Michigan. Another mm. Michigan. Woo! It's a true Michigan. I know. 15. Any Michigan is bad enough for them. <laughs> 15, we got USC. Yeah, I can see them around there. 16, we have TCU. They'll drop out. 
TC what? I'm TC. Uh, 17, we got Virginia Tech. Well, they're dropping once we beat them week one, so that's not an issue. And they will be number 30. Whoop, whoop. 18, we have Mississippi State. Uh, I don't know why they're up there. Um, well, you got to remember a lot of this is uh, recruiting classes, too. Okay. How they feel about recruiting classes. 19, so. we got FSU. Yeah, they'll jump up. So, when they do beat Virginia Tech. Well, whoop. Catch that when they do. Um, I don't think Virginia Tech's going to get thrown way out of there just because of how close their placement is. No, we'll probably swap if anything. 20. You got West Virginia. West Virginia. Country Road. All right, we're not trying to get copyrighted. Chill out. Uh, 21. We got Texas. <laughs> Texas? Got hook them. Clayton Kershaw. If you're at work and you ever hear this, your Texas might make it. 22, we got Boise State. Yeah, they won't be ranked. No, Boise what? Boise State. What is it keep Smurf on Turf. Smurf Turf. I got a Smurf account. It's called at, Boise State. Number 23, we got the true national champs at, with UCF. The people's champs. <laughs> Blake Bortles. And then we Not got... To, oh, whoa, whoa, can't forget. Michael Jordan's son. Come on, guys. Is he relevant? Yes, Michael Jordan's son. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Again, is he relevant? Yes, bro. No. 24, we got LSU. <laughs> wow, LSU's 24? Did mm-hmm. it that bad last year? Yeah, man. Wow. Dude, SEC is trash besides like three teams. And Name all them. those teams are like right there. Yeah. Name them. Oh, what? Uh, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and at four, you got Georgia. But no, okay, but wait, no, seriously. What number was Georgia? Four. Georgia was four. fourth. No, seriously, it's like Alabama, Georgia, and Miami. No, Miami's ACC. Miami's ACC. I thought you said ACC. No, S-E-C. I said SEC. Oh my bad. I thought you said ACC. I know I'm about to use a curse word, so if anybody doesn't like it, mute it real quick. Fuck the names. ACC, SEC, CCC, CCCI, shut up. Nobody cares. Sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's so stupid. And you guys' ranking, I don't care what people say, I feel like the rankings in NCAA, any ranking is stupid. The way it works. Because, I mean, it's not like you can really go off of the teams that they all play. You can't. So, so how should they do it, Hostway? I want to hear your opinion. By wins. Okay. I'm sorry. It's do you know how many college teams there are? Yeah, thousands. Just in FBS Division One, where they classify it, there's 126. Where did you do that? So if you're telling me a school and no that you name haven't name? heard of, that you haven't heard of, Tulane, Utah, got it. Yeah, Utah. Oh God, here we go. No, we're moving on. We're moving on. We are in the pack. 12. Here we go. We are relevant. I'm sorry. Pack 12. Sorry, guys. 12 I, pack. I tried. Does that even exist? Uh, that's the same division that USC's in, UCLA, Washington. Listen, don't and, put UCLA uh, in that name. And Stanford. What is Stanford? So I just want to let you know that we already have three teams that are in that top 25. So. Well, how many are you playing? All of them. Wait, is Utah in the top 25? No. Are you playing all of them this year? Yeah. Wow, look at you guys we losing them every shit. year. 
Look at you guys losing and shit. That's what's up. All right, so that's where you got. Okay, I get 100, it. One hundred fifty thousand. Okay, I get it. It. it I, <laughs> listen, I I know it shouldn't work like six hundred minutes. I know it shouldn't work like that, but I also don't think that Alabama should be number one every fucking year. You know, when the uh, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga goes fourteen and zero, you think they should be ranked up next to Alabama when they go fourteen and zero? To. Okay, so we're gonna besides To name one other player that that went there. Listen, name another curious. player that's come from like. The Irish, whatever it is, basketball team. The what? <laughs> LeBron James High School. Oh, that's a high school. It's different. <laughs> Very different. But still, like I, I, I don't know, bro. Like I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like how I get it. Oh, Bama's number one because you know they're great, cool. I mean, they win it every year, so they can back it up. Yeah, but what? What about every year that they don't? They still number one. I mean, they have the recruiting to go along with it, so. But that's the thing. They're, they're, I don't know. I just don't like the ranking way. I get why they do it. I get it. It's, it would be a whole mess if they didn't do that. Like, who will win? Nobody will ever know. But at the same time, it's like, the little college is going to go, university is going to go against Alabama. I feel bad for that little university. Well, yeah, those are, um, every school does that at one point. Like, they, they call them. They call them tune-up games. I mean, you know, you play, you play University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. <laughs> Womp on them, uh, beat them by like you know thirty, forty points. And the sad thing is, I'm going through like there's uh, alumni and everything. There's not a single person on here that I can recognize. Who? I mean, there. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple of NFL players. Yeah. There's a couple of NFL players on here, um, but it looks like a majority of them kind of step back after a little while. Like uh, B.J. Coleman is looking like the most recent one. He used to play for the Packers in 2012, didn't last very long, and went to the CFL. Same. <laughs> uh, Chris Lewis Harris, you know, decided to have three first names. Chris uh, Lewis Harris, boy. <laughs> Did you have a hard uh, career in high school, boy? I would have picked on him every day. I'm not a bully, first of all. Second of all, I would have picked on me either way. <laughs> but yeah, like it. it's looking like there's nobody in here that's currently relevant. Well, did you say the top five or top 25 already? Yeah. 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 Only one that I didn't say was number 25, which was Oklahoma State. The Cowboys. The Cowboys. How about them? Cowboys. They might not be in there either. They might. Who knows? I was looking at, uh, talking about, like, you know, lower level schools. Um, I was re-looking at FSU schedule, and more or less, we actually do play somewhat nothing but relevant teams. They may not all be, like, great teams, but the only, like... You know what? I'm going to do this right now. We continue this conversation, and then I'll pull back to it once I have it up. But I want to look at the schedules between FSU schedule, and I want to look at Alabama's schedule. Because as of late, I've checked before, and Alabama plays like two or three Maybe school four. of the deaf and blinds, and they womp on them by 50 points, 
and it's justified wins over these garbage other teams that, you know, like, for example, okay, so this coming up schedule, Alabama plays three teams, three teams, and in the matchup, um, the matchup meter, and it shows the percent, your win percentage chances for mm-hmm. the, the matchup, three teams that Alabama plays this year, the other team doesn't even stand a full percent chance. Ooh. What team um, are, what teams Arkansas are State, they have a 0.2% chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Univer- ULL, <laughs> University of Louisiana Lafayette, they have a 0.3% chance. And then you have Citadel, and they have a 0.8% chance. The Citadel. Okay. Florida State, their schedule... Granted, these are not all top 25 fantastic teams, but the the um, they're projected of their wins, the best percentage chance that their opponent has was uh, 18%. Or that was the lowest. Yeah, but Alabama, no offense to us, but... But playing relevant schools is what I'm talking about. But I'm saying, like, for FSU, who, not, who are, like, the, quote-unquote, irrelevant schools? Uh, for FSU, the irrelevant schools I would consider is uh, Samford and Northern Illinois, possibly. I mean, Northern Illinois, I mean, within the last, like, five, ten years. Well, like, Northern ten. Illinois has an 18.6% chance. Okay. Because, I mean, like, they actually stay ranked here and there. Not, like, every single year. But, like, like, so, like, our other matchups, you know, we go against Syracuse. We go up against uh, Louisville. We go up against Miami. We go up against... Florida. Florida, Clemson, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, NC State, Boston College, Florida. And I'm not saying that those are all, like, that. I mean, that's basically our schedule, but... And the thing is, too, I mean, like, those are schools that people will, rec- will recognize. That I know of. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, Syracuse isn't recognizable for football, but, I mean, people know the orange. Yeah. So it's not like... Carmelo Anthony? I'm just saying that Alabama, for... The way that they claim they do their rankings and they're like, oh, well, if you don't beat a good opponent, you shouldn't get awarded for it. Alabama's been doing a lot of that over the past couple of years. And they beat up on these no-name schools and they get treated as if they're you gods. Know, it's, it's, well, the college football gods. Yeah, but it's getting treated as if it's a significant win. Versus another matchup where someone had a hard-fought win and they were like, ah, Alabama's 47-point win over Citadel is seems more valuable over your 5-point win against another ranked opponent. And they get glorified for it, and that's why they always stay in the top. And that's when I love it when Alabama loses. Because I mean, they don't drop? They don't drop! Because then you'll have like these other teams that you'll see like struggling at the bottom that are like beating ranked teams and they weren't even like ranked to start off with, and then you see them like chilling and like fifteen, undefeated, but then you got Alabama that's like two losses in there. Oh, they dropped down to three. They haven't lost two games in the same season before, have they? They have. I think they have. I think they. I, I thought it was last season. 
If I'm not it? mistaken, it was we last sure? season they lost two games. Because if I'm not mistaken, it definitely wasn't last year. Yeah, no, I, I went ahead and uh, looked it up. And the last, every single year, they've at least lost one game. But the last time they went ahead and lost two games was back in 2014. And that year, um, they didn't even go to the national championship. They were actually in the Sugar Bowl, and they lost to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And even the year before that, they went ahead and lost two games as well. Um, but, no, every every single year after that, they've at least lost one game, but they've also have like gone to the national championship every time after that. So, it's whatever. It's... Alabama is... It's a powerhouse. A powerhouse, yeah. but they managed to get there by getting some easy teams to play. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all the point I'm trying to get across is that their strength of schedule doesn't justify means of staying top ranked like that when you have other teams that consistently play solid teams and can't stay up in the rankings. I feel you on that. But making our way up to the next level, uh, we're going to make our way into the NFL. Tensi will never felt that correctly. <laughs> um... So, as of lately, everybody's starting to do all their interviews in training camp and trying to figure out what schemes are best and making sure that these new rookies are are actually following into these playbooks and everything. Speaking of rookies, every rookie that has been drafted has been signed, except for one player. Once again. By the name of Raquan Smith, the Bears' number seven overall pick. Yeah. Still has not signed with the Bears. And basically both sides right now have their arms up in the air and they're saying they don't know where this is going. So I'm curious what that's going to do for him. Like, does that just mean that he's a free agent? I don't know. Because, I mean, I've, I've never heard of this. It's like I've uh, heard of like both sides not reaching agreement. For anyone that for anyone that can have a flashback, uh, the representatives for him are the same people that negotiated Joey Bosa's holdout two years ago. Okay. The same exact people. But I mean, Joey Bosa ended up getting something done though. Yeah, but so I'm curious. What... He's actually doing well too. Yeah. So. I mean, if you want to go off of what Joey Bosa has done, I mean, keep on holding out. Well, I mean, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not this kid, so I don't know what um, what's going through his head, what his mindset is, where he thinks. I know a part of it is um, the Bears claiming they they want um, insurance that they get guaranteed money back from him if he gets suspended under the the, the helmet the helmet rule. Yeah. And he doesn't want his money touched, even if he gets suspended. I know that's a part of it. Um, well, I mean, I'd be the same way. You're telling me that you really want me, but it's like, hey, we're not sure about you, so... Well, it's not that they're not sure about him. They're just, if he gets hurt, they want... The the organization feels they should be compensated in some way, which I don't agree with, but... Because, I mean, it's like, you're telling me so much, like, we really want you. We used our seventh pick in the entire draft. Because we wanted you, but we're not 100% sure about it, so we're going to go ahead and say that we're going to take a little bit of your money that you've earned 
just in case if something bad happens. But it's not that they're not sure about it. They're just saying if he gets suspended under the new rule, the Bears. they want they want their own type of compensation for it. It's not that they're not sure. But about I mean, like, are other teams doing this? It's the way the Bears are being run. I don't like the way the Bears are being run. Yeah, because I mean, he's the only player that's being held to this. So, from what we've heard from the media, anyways, I don't know anybody else's contract details because I mean, we're not showing this on. Any sort of media, as far as I'm aware. I don't know. It's just starting to really annoy me. Because, you know, essentially preseason's here, you know. and I mean, they already had their first game. And he hasn't practiced with them. He hasn't looked at a playbook yet, you know. He doesn't... He's just waiting for things to get done. Speaking of waiting things to get done, Odell's uh, agent has yet... Or basically, Odell and his agent have yet to come in agreement with the Giants... But I find that weird because, I mean, all I see is that, oh, Odell wants to go ahead and extend his contract with the Giants. Oh, he's working out with the Giants. Like, I just keep on hearing all these positive things, but then you see, like, the small story that doesn't pop up and it's like, oh, they're not even talking. Oh, no, they're talking. They but I'm saying, like, they're not they're not reaching an agreement. Like, the media because, is making Because the Giants are undervaluing him. The, the um, I... I want to, uh, I know what they valued him and compared him to, but I couldn't remember the correct number value, and if I'm not mistaken, they compared him at the same value as Sammy Watkins, and and he's making, I think, 15? 16. 16 a year. Average, he's making 16 a year under his new contract. And they just compared Odell to Sammy Watkins, and they think that's his value. Well, I mean, money-wise, money-wise, I can understand it. I'm not saying that they are the same players, but if you're looking at a franchise standpoint, how many other wide receivers are making more than that? Tony Brown? Isn't he making more than that? That's not the point. I'm just saying, if you're going to have some sort of comparison, because, I mean... Quarterbacks, when you do comparisons, contract. you look at the talented. You look at it, the talent of a player, Sammy Watkins, and you see what they reached an agreement on and how much he should get paid. Now, if you think you're better than that, don't you think you should get paid more? I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. Like the way that they do it for quarterbacks, yes, they're getting paid more and more each year, but they have to have something to go off of. They're not saying that he is. Were, uh, worth less or slightly more than Sammy Watkins. But no, that's they like... are. That's a part of their negotiations is that the Giants are feeling he's valued around the same money worth as Sammy Watkins. That's their ballpark they're trying to get him to sign Injury-wise, yes. Because the thing is, too, like if you're going to go ahead and talk about salaries, there's only three other players that are over Sammy Watkins. You got Antonio Brown, which is the top, at 17. Yeah. And then you got Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins. So if we're going to go ahead and put it at that list. What's DeAndre Hopkins at? Um, he's at $16.2 million. And then Mike Evans is at sixteen point five. So I'm saying if you're going to go ahead and put it at that range, that's the top four wide receivers as far as payment goes. No, I know. But what I'm saying is in Odell's head... He's the best receiver in the league. And I'm telling you right now, Odell wants more money than all of them. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 
he also has to come to the realization that he can't be right there making $20 million a year right But what now. I'm also saying is he's that also I, a risk. I think Sammy Watkins is also being overpaid. Oh, yeah. He's definitely being, being overpaid. Why do you think he's still with the Chiefs? Because, I mean, like... The Rams didn't want him, and the Bills didn't want him because he's too much to take he on. He just as far went as to the contract. Chiefs. He's not still with the Chiefs. He just went to the Chiefs. But I'm saying the Rams. Straight. The Rams couldn't even keep him, and then they went ahead and did this big old extension. They could for have kept Cooks. him, but I mean, look what they've done there. Now they got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying he's not worth that money. So somebody had to take him, and the only team that could go ahead. Brandon and... Cooks is not even the top four paid receiver. Chiefs aren't doing anything anyway. So who are the Chiefs? They got to make sure that their quarterback can reach that far, dude. No, I'm telling you, he's nothing. They're gonna do absolute trash this year. But with Odell Beckham, though, he just needs to come to the Jaguars. <laughs> no, I don't. Want him. No, don't want him. No. All right, he needs to go to Miami. Fun bar scene though. Sure. OBJ, Bortles. No, <laughs> but if that's the thing, like when they were gonna go ahead and say like. $16 million, oh no, he's going to go ahead and get underpaid. Like, why Why is that such a bad thing? Because that's going to be top five wide receivers right there if he goes ahead and gets put right around there. Well, I don't see what the issue is. Then, I, I do now. First of all, he's injured a lot. He is injured a lot. No, I'm saying from his perspective. No, no, like no, no, being no, 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 Compared to that. But we're going to... Based on the fact that you said owner, owners, organizations, in their eyes, he's always injured. One. Two. He's, he's asking. a media showcase, yes. man. And three, I'm sorry, buddy. The most pay is Antonio Brown. And to be honest with you, no matter how great OBJ is, I'm kind of going to always pick Antonio Brown. I think Julio's better than him, too. Ooh. Hot takes. Uh, yes. Julio Jones is better than OBJ. Convince me. You know what? Yes. Convince me. You know what? Yes. Almost not buying it. Convince me. Right I'm now. Right now. Convince because, me. Because, you know what? From Convince I, me. I'm not oh, a humongous boy, NFL me. person. I just recently started really getting into it. From what I see from Julio, Julio's scary, man. People don't really get scared of OBJ. Yeah, he can do some crazy-ass catches. Don't get me wrong. But without that catch, who is he? See, and that's the thing, too. Like, with Julio Jones, for me, I feel like he's super inconsistent. Like, he will go on stretches. That's not his fault, though. But if you're the star wide receiver, you should be able to do something, right? How is that his fault, though? I mean... That's the quarterback's fault. Okay. If you don't throw it at me, what do you want me to do? Because, I mean, like, if we were going to go ahead and go on stretches here, uh, from last season, just going from one game to the next, for the Buccaneers, he had 12 re- receptions and 253 yards. That's ridiculous. I'm not expecting him to put up those numbers every single night, but even still, that's ridiculous. And then the next game, two receptions, 24 yards. Is that his fault? I mean, if you're going to be the star wide receiver, you should be able to get open, Is that his you? fault? He might be open, but that doesn't mean the... Do you know how many times I've seen Jaguars players open and Blake Bortles just ignores them? And then if we're going to go ahead and talk about them playing the same teams, 
last season alone, back again to the Buccaneers, how the first meeting he went ahead and got those 12 receptions and 250 yards. The next time he played the Buccaneers, he got three receptions for 50 yards. Again. Same defense. It's not his fault. But it's the same defense. Okay. If he's cool. a star wide receiver, Matty Ice should be able to find him, right? Oh, right? yeah. That You think Ben can see Antonio Brown open all the time? No, he but he knows he's going to catch it. Yeah. I so know Julio Jones there. would throw it. I know for a fact Julio Jones would catch that ball. But it's not my fault that Matt Ryan doesn't want to freaking pass it down. I just want to state that the past four seasons, Julio Jones hasn't put up less than 1,400 yards in a season. Where's OBJ? OBJ. Oh, I already got it, boy. 1,367. And then how many games did they each miss? Uh, that was 2016 because I didn't want to give them 2017 because OBJ was out the whole year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even talking about 2017. So OBJ's we're talking about only been in the league two years. What? No, I'm just saying I went back to 2016 because last year you can't compare. Okay, what about the year before that? The year before 2016, 2015. Yeah. Uh, was that OBJ's rookie year? Right? Uh, no, 2014. Was. 2014 was. So this was after. So the last catch. year was his fourth year. So this will be his fifth year. Okay. Did he record more than a thousand before that? Yeah. And before that too? Yeah. Because I mean, if we're more than a thousand, yeah. Because I was gonna say like more than Julio. Oh, oh, more. I thought you, I thought you were just saying a thousand in general. Well, yeah, I did at first, but more than Julio. Okay, okay, let's go. Twenty fourteen, OBJ had thirteen oh five. That's great for rookie season. Uh, that was OBJ. Julio had fifteen ninety three. Makes sense. All right, 2015. OBJ had 1450. Julio had 1871. Uh, what year? 2015. 15? Okay, so 2015. Who who went to the Super Bowl that year? Who won the Super Bowl? In 2015? Talking shit. Know your facts. I was, I'm just asking, who, who won? We're not talking about the Patriots. The Patriots has absolutely nothing to do with the conversation. Typical Patriots fan. We're literally talking about a New York Giants receiver and an Atlanta Falcons receiver, and you find a way to bring the Patriots into it. Yeah, Who are the day. Patriots without Tom Brady? Facts. Facts. Give we me won't an get argument. into that. Won't give get us an that. argument. We won't give it. No, because no, we need to stay on topic right here. We're talking about how Julio is a better receiver. Well, than I'm OBJ. trying to make sure that he, you know, stays on his place. That that can be another and, argument. And another, another thing place. is too, uh, back to what you were saying earlier, it's not Julio's fault as far as yeah the quarterback not getting him the ball. So I mean, then we also got to apply that back with OBJ. Eli Manning's not going to be passing it to Eli Manning. Like sucks though. Yeah. So yeah, you have a worse quarterback, and he's you know, if I'm not mistaken, he does suck. But uh. He's responsible for Brady not having two of his rings now, isn't he? Yeah, we're not gonna talk about S- that. Sip on that. Oh, but you don't want to talk about that now. Sip on that Mountain Dew, please. We're not gonna talk about that now, though. But you're okay by talking shit when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. But not even relevant to the conversation. Once they lose, lucky catches. Ah. Lucky. You want to talk about lucky catches? And we're talking about OBJ. You want to talk about lucky I'm catches? About giants. Giants. You're we're talking about those two you're Super gonna Bowls. So OBJ's not a giant. You're going to talk about Victor no, 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 Cruz no. like that? You, you are completely taking this You're going to talk about Victor Cruz like that. You are saying 
two Super Bowl rings that Brady can't have because of the because Giants. of Eli Manning. The two lucky catches with Mario, Mario Manningham on the sideline. Okay, that was so much luck right there. There is okay. no way he should have okay. got that one. Okay, but he and did. then the helmet catch. Okay, you did. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. Antonio Brown did a helmet catch too. Miles Jack is he was lucky? Down. Is he, he lucky? No. Bam! You've being a Patriots fan right now. You've gotten us off topic. We're talking about Sorry. OBJ being lesser value than Julio Did Jones. You guys even have a receiver that can reach those stats? To reach those stats, yeah. if they could stay healthy. That's a no. Got it. Back to the top. OBJ <laughs> Julio. Convince me, OBJ is better. No. In my opinion... How could I forget about Julio? I'm actually very ashamed of myself right now. Because the thing is... Because I had him on my fantasy team. Let me tell you how happy he always made me. And not going to lie, I had Julio on mine too, but he was also my second wide receiver under OBJ. Yeah, let's hear it. Still, he got injured. (laughs) For me, the way that I compare it, and I'm not really a big fan of being able to compare it this way, but it's like Josue just said, it's all about the fantasy points for me. When I'm comparing the two. Because if you're going to go ahead and talk about when they are on the field... You can't you can't do fantasy points. Because fantasy points in different leagues, they have different statistics and way mm-hmm. of adding up those points. You can't do fantasy points. I want you to give me NFL stats. Because it's fantasy points, we're saying that... NFL are stats. Are you telling me that Joel Embiid is better than Anthony Davis? Come on, boy. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down right now, okay? Listen. Listen, Linda. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to relax. And I'm going to wait for you to... And I'm going to wait to be proven wrong here. Okay. Cue the Jeopardy music here. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Smoked. You are barbecued. You are what What, we call pork chops on the grill, boy. Wait, his eighth season? Wait, Julio? Julio was drafted in 2011? Yeah, that was his rookie year. And OBJ was drafted in 2014? Yep. I was going to say, based on the stats right now... Oh, you're going to go rookie year versus rookie year? Nope. I'm going based on career stats as of right now. Okay. If Odell Beckham Jr. keeps on putting up the same numbers that he has right now, he will already surpass what Julio Jones has right now. Okay, fair. But I want you to tell me, besides Odell Beckham Jr., and not not trying to sneak in you know, un, unorthodox answers, what other valuable receivers... Not counting Victor Cruz, because Victor Cruz was on the decline Like once OBJ kind of came in. What other receiver did the Giants have? Um, they had Brandon Marshall. They had Sterling Shepard. Brandon Marshall one year, and he got injured after two games. Okay, that's not my fault. I'm t- that's had a season with him. Sterling Shepard, as soon as OBJ went out, he was the one that went ahead and picked up the slack. A whole season would... Fucking OBJ, can you listen? All right, so the point I'm trying to get at what I'm telling you right now is targets. I'm telling you right now... So what other targets do the Falcons have? Uh, They had Julio Jones at one point. They had Roddy White, if you were trying to compare earlier in the Julio Mm -hmm. Jones career. Roddy White. Talking about, at the time, probably one of the best wide receiver Mm -hmm. tandem duos in the league. Yeah. So you're literally talking about, statistically... Just looking at it from a sheet of pay-per-view, 
that's cutting his targets in half because you you have two primary receivers there. But also, you if you go ahead and look at those numbers, that was also with Roddy White's decline as well. If you want to go ahead and pull Victor Cruz out of the question well, here. Victor Cruz was injured from the moment that OBJ came. But I'm saying you're talking about receivers that are on their decline, so we're not going to go ahead and count them. But Roddy White... His numbers were declining as soon as Julio Jones decided to come in too. Okay, so okay, so I declined. Uh, I said to on the Victor Cruz decline, but that doesn't excuse Brandon Marshall. He only played two games with them and got injured for the rest of the season. Sterling Shepard, yeah, but beside okay, so beside even besides Sterling Shepard, they had absolutely nobody else. I mean, I think I think I think he had the most target. But what I'm saying is he had less stats than Julio, and he's getting targeted, I would say, almost twice as much as Julio. Did he? Because you got to think, back in Julio's beginnings, they still had Tony Gonzalez at tight end in Atlanta. This is true. What did the Giants have? Talking about at one time, the Falcons had Roddy White... Julio Jan, James, Julio Jones, and Tony Gonzalez as primary targets in an offense and the, to New York Giants's OBJ. And the thing is, too, um, or before as OBJ, far as like stats are going to go ahead and go, Julio Jones in the first like four or five seasons, he only finished a full season twice. How many has OBJ finished? Is OBJ? He went ahead and finished. Why didn't it pull up his career stats? What do you mean finished? Oh, you're talking about like having a full season? Yeah, because if you're going to go ahead and talk about like how, oh, he, the stats were going to go ahead and cut in half. Was he injured or did they sit him down? Um, How many weeks are in an NFL season? 16. Okay. Well, 17 technically, but they play 16. No, they play 16 games or 17 weeks in a season. His rookie year, he played 13 mm-hmm. out of 16. Yep. So you can't say he didn't have a complete year. That was borderline a complete year. Who? Julio Jones. Oh. I'm talking about Julio Jones. From all points perspective right now, it's Julio Jones. He played 13 out of the 16 games. His uh, sophomore year, he played 16 out of 16 games. Uh, 2013, he did, he did get injured. He only played five games. So I'll give you that one year he didn't finish. Next year, he played 15. Next year, he played 16. Next year, he played 15. Next year, he played 16. I was just saying, first four years. First four, four years. Okay, so, so he had one incomplete season out of four years. So does OBJ. So, OBJ. so now we're going to go ahead and go back into this. First year, he played 13 games. Julio Jones had uh, 54 receptions out of 96 targets, having less than 1,000. But what I'm trying to tell you is you can't compare their starting seasons because when Julio was starting, Atlanta had more targets than New York has. Okay. So then do we want What I was getting at is not even Victor Cruz. I, I can't I can't I can't wrap my head around Victor Cruz getting the significant targets when OBJ came into the league. Cuz OBJ was their guy. Not until the catch. After that, they got the social media there, attention. No, there Everybody was still so him. much hype behind him, though. Being drafted out of LSU, there was still so much hype around him. Because him, and, Jar- uh, him Jarvis and Jarvis Landry, Landry, both coming out of LSU. Three targets compared to one in an offense. I hope OBJ was putting up the stats he did getting all those targets. Put Tony Gonzalez and... and 
I'll even give you a declining Roddy White, but still getting the targets. You're cutting Julio Jones' stats into thirds, but he's still putting up 1,200 yards his sophomore season. Yeah, and, and even in OBJ's sophomore season, he almost put 1,500. Good, because... Tell me right now, and, and we'll, uh, we'll cut it, because this is going to be a look-up moment here. I want you to show me that season how many targets he had. And we're going to compare targets. How many targets OBJ had? Yeah, the season you were just telling me about. All right, coming back here. So, sophomore season, how many targets did he have? Odell Beckham Jr., he had 159 targets. And how many targets did Julio Jones have? 129. So, 30 less targets. Correct. Okay. Now, what was their average yardage? Average yardage, they both averaged roughly about 15.1 yards. Because Julio, they give him the roundup on it, so ESPN gives him 15.2, but they were roughly around the same average as far as yardage, which was 15.1. Now that's per catch. Did it, does it show the yards per game? It does not. Okay, see here it's showing me 75 yards a game average. So let's go and let's look up OBJ and NFL.com and let's see what they averaged him for that sophomore season. See, and the thing is, another thing that I look at, too, is football is not an individual sport. So we're going to go ahead and talk about what he's done for the team. If we're talking about, like, first downs and touchdowns, I mean, in that sophomore season... I knew the touchdown conversation was going to start. First down-wise, Odell Beckham Jr. had 67 first downs just in his sophomore season. And Julio Jones had 56. And then touchdowns... Uh, OBJ had 13 touchdowns, and Julio had 10. Mind you, 10 is the most that Julio's had in his entire career. Okay. Targets. Odell's getting targeted more. I'm hoping he's putting up bigger numbers. If Julio Jones is having close comparison stats with lesser targets, that uh, that speaks for itself. He can do the same with less. Mind you, with two other primary targets on the same offense as sophomore year, and Odell has himself. They didn't have a tight end. I'll give you Sterling Shepard, but other than that, he's still not even a primary target. He might be this year. Keyword might. But who knows if Odell's still going to be there. Yeah, so, I mean... Me personally, I would go ahead and pay him around that 16 just because of what he's shown he can do when he is healthy. But that's not what he wants, so he wants to get paid more. So, uh, sucks to suck, they're not going to pay you that. Okay, that's what happened with Dez. So if he's willing to be Dez Bryant and not have a job because he's not willing to take more money, I mean taking less money than... It's not even that much less money. It's getting paid more than what he's getting paid for right now. Yeah, and it's like, because he's expecting to get paid his sponsorship money. He wants that much in his Listen, contract. Listen, when you reach a billion dollars like LeBron for Nike, talk to me. Yeah, it's like, I feel like he should get paid. Yes. With the stats that he's put up and what he's shown okay, that he can yes, do so far. he should be paid. He should You're be paid. You're not wrong. But, sad to say, people like him, they don't know how to think other than, I want more money. 
And you know what's sad? That he's probably going to be one of those great freaking receivers that um just, just never get a ring. And unfortunately, it happens. Because they want to get paid more than they want to win. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've always seen the sport. I mean, I get it. When you got that kind of money in front of you, you don't know. I I don't know what I would do. But at the same time, I believe if you get, you know, if you get in the league, my main thought would be like, I want championships. I want rings. But again, I don't know because I've never had that kind of money in my face. Because then at the same time, it's like, what are you worth? Exactly. Like, you can't, like, you, they're seriously just asking you, like, what are you worth? And, I mean, that's where his argument s- slightly becomes valid, just because, I mean, you don't want to value you value yourself less than what you think you're worth. But then again, though you may think that you're the best person in your position, doesn't mean that you have to blow everybody else out of the water. Exactly. Because he doesn't, and he's not the best at his position, but... It's Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Let's all be real now. Oh yeah, Dennis I would Julio. take Antonio Brown over OBJ Dennis, any day. Dennis Julio. Dennis Julio. I don't know how Julio's not getting paid those that kind of money because he's probably more worried about winning championships. Exactly. exactly. He's got a more loaded team. Yeah. So. But he's honestly, willing to take the pay cut to go ahead and win. I put Brown, Julio, and then OBJ healthy. Yeah. But speaking of more contract terms, Aaron Donald still on holdout. See, I really want to know what's going to happen with that because if Another... if I saw this correctly, he already passed the last day before he starts getting fined for each day that he's not with the team. Do you know how much he's getting fined? Pity change comparison to his contract. True, but I mean, still to an extent, you know, that's it, it will start to add up. Yeah, I think it's something like fifteen thousand dollars a day. But like you said, that'll go ahead and rack up. Yeah, Pretty it's, quick. It's, it starts racking. I mean, if you're missing a full month, that's it's gonna add up pretty quickly. But like by doing this, though, granted, by showing us this, he definitely doesn't want to stay there. But he just got rid of the player option for his contract. So on that side, again, he wants them to know like he's worth that money, and I mean, yeah. he's shown that on the field. But at some time you gotta kind of put your ego to the Jaguars. Call it a day. We just drafted a defensive tackle. We don't. We don't need any more defensive alignment. We don't. I mean, the defense is pretty solid as it is. You just need to get something. We need to fill that middle linebacker gap now, though. Now that Puzlesny isn't there. Yeah. Where did he go? Retired. Retired. He. Oh yeah, he retired. You're right. Correct. He retired. Yeah, it was a big old emotional thing and. I mean, Tony Smith just like gave him a big old bear hug and everything. I would have too. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was a big deal. The mm-hmm. the real you know defensive trooper that started this whole movement here in Jacksonville with defense being a big thing, coming from the Bills, helping us out. Yeah, then you got gonna be missed. Then you got the you know then you got the trash talk um inside the the Jets locker room you know. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it kind of just seems to be the theme of our NFL section today. I mean, there's not a lot of trust. There's not a lot of professionalism going around. And uh, Jamal Adams, he was saying that last year he felt that there was no professionalism in the Jets organization last year because they started losing. So, they're like, why stop there? 
we're going to go ahead and get a better draft pick, and maybe it'll help us out. Go ahead pull, and get, a, pull a Philly 76ers, you know. And then get Sam The process Darnold. of tanking so you can get some good picks. Grabbing Sam Darnold, and I process. mean, mm-hmm. just in training camp, they're, they're trying not to say it out loud, but they're saying that there is promise in what Sam Darnold is showing, and yet he's... They're saying that he could potentially start over Josh McCown and Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they drafted him that high. I don't see why you would... But straight out the gate, like not even like a game or two wait? Because, I mean, the Browns are putting a wait, and Baker Mayfield was number one. What makes a difference with number three? Wouldn't you expect a little more cushion? It it depends on management. It depends on front office. It depends on what their goals are and where they want to be at and where they think they need to be and what they... Think they need to do, but I mean you have like two solid quarterbacks back there. Wouldn't you want to at least have some sort of foundation before you well, get Sam Darnold? In we there? don't. We don't know how. Um, apologize for that. We don't know how Teddy Bridgewater is going to be coming back from this injury. Okay, so. then Josh McCown. He's solid. You hear that? Solid. Bridgewater's not solid. Bridgewater's actually good. We don't know if he's solid. But you don't know about Sam Darnold either. He hasn't played an NFL game. And yet they're Listen, pretty much saying that he's going to be their starter day one. But didn't they say that Josh about Mayfield? McCallan's had his one decent season. Hmm? Didn't they say that about Mayfield? But they also said that Tyrod is going to go ahead and start the season. Yeah, but regardless of the outcomes of the games, I don't see Tyrod... Lasting past game three or four. In this oh yeah, season. no, I see before Mayfield being the starter eventually during the season, but I'm not saying that he's going to be starting day one. Yeah, I I see somebody else setting the base at least, so then the rookies can go ahead and take it over from there. Yeah, just like in Baltimore, I think Lamar Jackson will eventually make his way up there, but you're not going to start him day one. Yeah, no, uh, but. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's a good note to end on. I think we kind of covered the basis of what's been going on. Yeah, there wasn't much going on in the NBA, so we figured you guys wouldn't miss out on too much. Yeah, it's really the middle of the off season there, so really it's all just speculation stories and what you think they're going to do and you can't, you know. It's like your best opinion way too early Who, who's, rankings. Who's winning it this year? Yeah, no, we don't need to get in that Golden State, 3 Pete. No, thank you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Let's be real. Here. Let's be real. Who's going to beat real. Boogie, Draymond, Durant, Thompson? Don't forget Curry. And the chef. Tell me. Chef Houston Curry don't even got a chance. Eh, no, they still don't got a chance, even if they get Carmelo. LeBron, love you. You don't got a chance. They don't even have them making the playoffs. But they got the Lakers? Jazz. Are they, they crazy? They don't have them making the playoffs. But they got my Utah Jazz at number two in the West. Oh, my God. That's, all right. Now uh, we're definitely I don't know what this. kind of drugs they're taking. <laughs> all right. All Let's right. Let's be real. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Uh, I know it's a day late, but thank you for listening. Um, we will see you guys Friday back on normal schedule. Uh, thank you for listening to Unpaid Break. I'm Kyle. Host Whitney. And Alma Bean. Thank you guys for listening.